Sziasztok, dear listeners, and uh, welcome to what? What? What is this program? Experience the world. Experience the world, but it's not really experience the world because uh, here today again with you, your favorite experts in Hungarian lifestyle, and uh, by your favorite experts, of course you know our names, but let me remind you, it's Alexandra and uh, Andrei. Hello, Andrei. Yeah, today I will be just Andrei. <laughs> Won't change names. <laughs> Not Andras. But it's, it sounds strange. Come on, Hungary is a part of the world. Yes, We are the true. world. <laughs> And well, I don't know the song further. <laughs> yes, that's true. But, um, well, a world um, is um, a bit untouchable now. <laughs> untouchable. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, with this COVID situation and stuff like that, and thanks God we can still explore Hungary, which is part of the world, of course. Of yeah, course. yeah yes. I'm glad that we established that in the beginning. If it's important to you, then yes, of yes, course. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> thank You're you very welcome. That, that was all I wanted to say in today's program, so <laughs> thank you, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. The last time we promised to our listeners to our fans <laughs> Ooh, yeah, <I> hope. <laughs> to tell more about Hungarian cuisine yes because that's what we started to tell you to your listeners about in the last program with us yeah and the funny thing that uh, in the end of the last program we were speaking about the Hungarian cuisine and I started to speak about not so Hungarian cuisine actually because <laughs> which is uh, it was this uh, mushroom soup I don't uh-huh. remember if I told it in the in the program or after the program. But yeah, I told that during Christmas, we usually ate some great mushroom soup. And then I wrote to my mom and she said, that's not Hungarian. That's like, <laughs> that's from the region where your grandfather was from. And there they had also some Ukrainian. And this is like this Ukrainian nation of Gutsuli. And it's their soup. It's kind of false info either I gave to the listeners or to <laughs> Sasha. I don't actually Yeah, really I, I think you said it in the program. And uh, yeah, I remember I was traveling in Ukraine and in the western part of Ukraine they have this gutsulski something, some dishes that are really tasty. But yeah, so dear listeners, that <laughs> mushroom soup that, that made me so surprised the last time. Yeah, it's not from Hungary as we found out. But tell me, Andrei, um, did you advance your skills in Hungarian lifestyle and Hungarian cuisine. This like in this period between In this program. period, yeah, between two programs. No, I actually oh. need to confess. Oh Andre. I bought some beef and okay. I was thinking, what should I cook? On one part of the scales was goulash and on the other borscht. And I picked Porsche oh, <laughs> this time. So, <laughs> this time your Russian part is uh, took over. Took over. Yeah, but I yesterday I bought a can of Cholamade, mm-hmm. which uh, actually my grandma cooked, but she cooked the different type of Cholamade. I asked actually my mom what we cooked during Christmas, and the funny thing is that uh, we didn't cook that much of Hungarian cuisine. Only the sweet stuff was Hungarian, but about that I will tell you a little bit later. Yeah, And now I will elaborate about Cholamade. My grandma did this kind of... She sliced the cucumbers in the circles and then put them in some kind of vinegar and something else, like in this liquid, yeah, made of vinegar and something else. And we could eat it like a salad. Something else sounds like you really don't want to share your family recipe, you know. It's like, I will tell you, but there is a special ingredient, like a unique sets of 25 uh, herbs as in KFC, you know. No, because I don't think that it was only vinegar in there. It would be unedible. But I, I don't don't know, and I 
unfortunately i don't know i didn't task but i remember also there was a little bit of black pepper and she made it like a salad so it was standing in this salad dish and we could take it to eat with i don't know with some potatoes or something else like a side dish but also i found out that cholomade is actually like section of foods because even in interspar they have I think two different types of cholamade and there you can see that inside that vinegar in the can there is cabbage there is bell peppers uh, there is I think even some carrots if mm-hmm. I'm if I'm not mistaken and it's actually another thing that I think unites our cuisines because when you think of something canned in the glass can <laughs> with the vinegar inside you think of like pickles you think of tomatoes but that's the thing that for me or something else for me russian pickles are not about vinegar yeah you can add a bit just to preserve it but it's like naturally fermented and that's what i miss here so we have salty pickles mm-hmm. pickle pickled pickles <laughs> it's salty but here it's like sourish and it's a lot of vinegar you can um, taste no my grandma used to add some vinegar but maybe because we then put it like in the uh, cellar and keep it for the winter mm-hmm. and in winter you open these cans and eat these pickles and other stuff yeah but hungarians also do this and some of it called cholomade mm-hmm. so if you haven't tried you can try it yeah it's very good as addition to your dish Yeah, oh. t- today I am going actually to eat cholomade. I brought this can to the office. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, interesting. But um, now since you started to talk about some pickled stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I will not go too deep into this. But um, when I was preparing for a program, I found out that there is this thing as like sour cabbage soup in Hungary that I've never tried. And Sounds like Russian shi. Yeah, we have a she made of pickled cabbage. Mm-hmm. And I really like it. It was my favorite childhood dish. But I asked one of our Hungarian friends about this soup. Because we in Russia have a soup made of pickles. And <laughs> once I wanted to cook mm-hmm. it. But of course, when you tell people like, oh, I'll let you try a very cool soup made out of pickles. You can Imagine the face of these people who never tried it before. Like, Well, if they open to it, the face will be okay. But, <laughs> well, do you know many people who are open to new food experiences? I know myself. <laughs> I am And open, it. dear <laughs> listeners. So A full if, stop. <laughs> if you want to call me for... <laughs> food. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm open too. Maybe not for everything. Like, I, I prefer not to eat bugs and stuff like that. Yeah, something extreme, yeah. Bats. Yeah, probably not bad. <laughs> but in general, I don't mind. So yeah, anyway, so I asked our friend and he was like, what is that pickled cabbage? Ah, yeah, there is that soup, but I don't eat it. But yeah, that's another topic. I Now I want to try it. But what I wanted to tell you about, dear listeners, since Andrei started to talk about his lunch, is that I also have something very Hungarian for my lunch today. And I'm... I'm gonna dance some chardash while eating. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You should uh, wait a bit after you ate and uh, before you dance because, you know, it should find its place in your stomach. Oh, yeah. The food. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it will find the should find, way out. Should move in pro- properly. Yeah. So, I am going to eat 
krumpli fuzzelek. Fuzzelek. Yeah, and with this, I invite you, dear listeners, to this amazing and interesting world of fuzzeleks. Because krumpli fuzzelek is just one type of fuzzelek, and uh, it's potato. What is fuzzelek? That's a philosophical question. What is fuzzelek? What do you think, Andrei? <laughs> so she just jumping from one thought to another. <laughs> Because and there are so many things what is to say. So many things to say. So not much time. <laughs> oh my God, that, now that sounds dramatic. <laughs> so not much time. We are out of time here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Fuzzelik. <laughs> oh, Fuzzelik. It's, um, it's stew, I would say. And that's it. Yeah, it's a stew. Oh. I'm not that philosophical, sorry, about food. <laughs> For me, it's something between first dish and uh, main dish. Something in the middle of soup and um, main dish. It's like a um, liquid main dish or really thick soup. Interesting. In my family, it usually was the second dish because we had soup and then... We had Fuzzelik. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in Hungary, it is the second dish. But for me, not experiencing Fuzzeliks in my past before I came here, it was something very new. But I really, really like it. And my favorite is this potato Fuzzelik. The thing is that, yeah, it's too. You make it for a long time. You make it with, uh, of course, teifel, which is sour cream and um, paprika and I like that apart from this kind of stew made of potato you can add some stuff inside and uh, it's either like meatballs but in my case it's uh, kolbas which mm -hmm. is um, like sausage yeah. with uh, fried dun, dun, dun. <laughs> egg uh -huh. Ooh, interesting yeah, yeah and this is how um, that's like the official recipe or it's your Russian No, it's, adding something it's to how, Hungarian culture. No, no, it's uh, Hungarian. It's how they showed it to me. Okay. Like <laughs> Tried to provoke you. <laughs> no, no, no. I see, I see. It's the person who prefers to cook borscht out of it. <laughs> you see, I, I confessed. I'm clean now from this sin. <laughs> But I have nothing to confess because okay, I'm okay, clean okay. from the very we'll, beginning. We'll see, you know? we'll see. We've got some time. <laughs> In my world, we've got some time until the end of the program. Okay. But yeah, in my life, fuzzelik was usually made from uh, the yellow peas, the yellow dried peas, and my grandma used to do it, but she actually never called it fuzzelik. She just called it garoshnice, which is like, you can't even translate it properly into Russian, mm -hmm. uh, into English language, I'm sorry, because, well, it's something made of peas, mm -hmm. like this pea stuff. <laughs> pea stuff. <laughs> but um, we also have a Russian soup made yeah, of Yeah, but it's soup. Pea. But it's very, very there is thick. There is no s philosophy, it's just soup. You know, our conversation today about Fezelek and its uh, nature <laughs> <laughs> reminds me of this uh, picture when there is a woman and the man standing and like woman sees a lot of different <laughs> colors and men like white, black, blue, red. <laughs> No, I actually thought that you may write a scientific paper about Fuzzelik. You're like, it's a philosophical question. What is it? Can I have a, a PhD in Hungarian cuisine? Maybe. Why not? <laughs> and then become a food critic and walk around places eating for free. Not bad. Think, think of that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, getting a lot of money for eating. Hmm. Yeah. And now I will speak about one thing that, for example, Ricardo, I think he doesn't understand it at all. <laughs> and maybe Italians won't, uh, other Italians won't understand it because I will speak about Turo Chuso. Mm. And this Turo Chuso is pasta with cottage cheese. 
But uh, honestly speaking, I, I don't really understand it either. And on top of it, of course, tafel. Sugar. No? Tafel. Tafel. Yeah. And uh, my grandma also used to cook it. And when we were in Eger, Tristan ordered it. He was interested. What is it? And he was eating it. And Ricardo was just looking at it and like, what is it? Like cottage cheese with but, pasta. But Tristan was eating it and he wasn't like praising it very much, but he also didn't say that it was disgusting. He said that it it was nice. It was okay. But I never liked this dish actually because I'm not that big fan of the cottage cheese. So when my grandma cooked it and I was like not eating it, she was usually disappointed with me. And she would say like, I don't know what to cook. Like you're so choosy, so picky in the <laughs> in the foods. That mm-hmm. and she always also was telling me because sometimes my classmate came after school to my home and he ate everything she cooked, <laughs> like he like the machine, and she was Maybe like, "Look his at him." Parents didn't. <laughs> yeah, because it was funny mo- moments when he came. We like we were playing some Sega. It was so long ago, <laughs> some console and. If grandma didn't offer any food, he was leaving earlier. But if she offered, he was staying for a longer time. There is really something about your family and feeding other people. <laughs> They came just to just to eat. <laughs> yes, and uh, when she was cooking it, I I didn't eat it, and it was a uh, you know this thing about which we could argue that um, like, I don't like it, I don't like cottage cheese. And she was like, "But look at your classmate; he eats everything. Why don't you do it?" And I was like, "Well, I'm." I'm choosing my food, you know. <laughs> Did it become your childhood trauma later? No, no. Like your grandmother was comparing you to another guy who ate everything and... No, but he, she didn't <laughs> say like, look at him, he's better, he's eating everything. <laughs> she was like, come on, he's eating everything. And I was like, yeah, and I'm picky, you know. <laughs> it made me... <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, higher. No, but okay, I still, okay. I don't st- think I still would, would like to eat it because uh, I can eat small portions of cottage cheese but only itself I think and in Turos Rudy but in pasta no still not 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 my cup of tea mm. yes it's not a cup of tea that's why <laughs> <laughs> honestly speaking for me it's also a bit weird uh, like this Turos Tiesta or whatever but um, it was interesting because uh, this summer we went for a trip around Hungary a small trip but then We were in Amsterdam and we crossed the border to Slovakia and had uh, a lunch in Slovakia. I really wanted to eat something Slovakian. I ordered strapačka with something. And uh, my Hungarian friend told me that his grandfather really likes strapačka. And actually he didn't know that it's not Hungarian. But it's like pasta, which is already mixed with Wheel. cottage cheese. Mm-hmm. So it's like you make the dough with mm-hmm. the cottage cheese. And uh, it's quite nice, but if you put like cottage cheese somewhere on the up, <laughs> no, actually, uh, actually, while researching for this program, I started to understand that it's also sometimes really hard to distinguish which dish is coming from which cuisine, like Hungarian, Slovakian, Romanian, and so on, because all of these countries they also were united, and nowadays there is like this minorities that still live there and some traditions may have been the same but now they like separated i don't remember uh, whether i told it in the last program or not but i have a kind of friend who has a theory that all food around the world is the same just uh, it varies a bit oh uh, yeah maybe 
Why not? Yeah, because for example, you have uh, something like dumplings in different uh, parts of mm-hmm. the world. Yeah. Or you have pasta of different kinds like uh, noodles or Italian pasta yeah, or yeah. something It's else. It's like the same with the music. Like you have only have seven notes and you can't <laughs> make like completely different music. So You see, you're moving to being philosophical too. Yeah. Ooh. And uh, actually supporting the theory of your friend, uh, I will just remind a little bit, not speak a lot about gnocchidli or gnocchidli. And Italians have almost the same dish, which is called gnocchi. So maybe your friend is completely right about it. But moving on, why I started to speak about this, like it's hard to distinguish which dish is whose. And you reminded me about this dish about while speaking about Slovakia because it's gumboats. Ooh. Yeah, with tell us, tell us. With plum. That, plum. With, that's what my you, you didn't say it really happy. Why? Like I, I don't know, I'm it serious, was something you know? sad about I'm in your here. in your ah. <laughs> I'm a professional, remember? I, I just thought that maybe you have some another childhood trauma. No, I actually really loved gumboats when my grandma cooked them because tell us what is that? Because uh, I never tried it. It's a duff inside which uh, you put the plum and the plum is cooked i don't know how it's cooked but when you cut this gumboats the plum is still has juice in it so you cut it and the juice also like spills but plum is fresh or it's uh, i don't know never never checked never <laughs> asked and asked no i mean is it like <laughs> <laughs> like you're checking, oh, this plum is not fresh enough, so it doesn't go to... <laughs> no, I understand what you mean. <laughs> like, is it dry or fresh? No, it's not dry. Come on, if there is a... <laughs> if there is no. juice, why would we... <laughs> Maybe it's... I, I don't know. You know, the grandmothers, they have their secrets. You know? And also she made this thing. She mixed cinnamon with sugar and then put it up on the, on the gumboats. And then you cut the gumboats and you get this like part with a duff and plum and put it in this mix of cinnamon and sugar and it was really tasty. I bought a pack of gumboats in Spar again. I think Spar should finally pay us some money for the commercials. <laughs> But it wasn't the same. It was completely not like that. Even though I made this cinnamon sugar mix. I don't know. First of all, my grandma made like really big gumboats. So you could eat, I don't know, Two, three, 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 and it was enough. But here I ate five, and I just had to stop myself because, like, I understand that that amount of duff isn't that great eating <laughs> eating it. Mm-hmm. So, but I wasn't like full that I couldn't eat. And also the plums inside they were kind of small and not that juicy. <laughs> So only the homemade gumboats is the best. Of course, like all the homemade food or, I don't know, order it in no, the restaurant. Not, But if true. you buy something frozen in... Uh, pelmeni, in pelmeni, frozen pelmeni is amazing. Okay, <laughs> this is the pain of Andrei and uh, this is a topic for another <laughs> program. Yes. I, think I, I think we need to record this program, you know, to close this gestalt. Yeah, 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 yeah. about pelmeni and um, other Russian cuisine. Actually, no, I only pelmeni. Only pelmeni. Okay, <laughs> 30 minutes about pelmeni. <laughs> Andre and his love. <laughs> yes. Um, Then, okay. And in the end of the program, I will marry pelmeni. <laughs> Ooh, Andrei which Siberian? Him. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, there was a guy in Russia who married pizza. So I will What? Continue. Yeah. 
in Omsk, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> yes, and I will marry Pilmeni. Interesting. But let's move on. What do you have else, Sasha? Well, since you started to talk about desserts, mm-hmm. I want to tell you about some very typical Hungarian dessert, or rather it's it's a snack, but sweet snack. And in the previous program, I promised to tell you about this thing, which is called Turo Rudi. Mm-hmm. And it's a very, very big thing in Hungary and something that Hungarians are really proud of. I, you know, participated in some youth exchanges and in youth exchanges uh, you have this um, intercultural nights when you present your country, usually with food, dances, music, uh, traditions and stuff like that. But food and drinks, of course, take uh, the most important part of the event. And Turo Rudi is always there if you have a night about Hungary. Turo Rudi. What is Turo Rudi? It's not that philosophical this time. <laughs> it's kind of snack made of cottage cheese and covered with um, chocolate coat. <laughs> yeah, covered by in chocolate. Chocolate. Chocolate dish. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's not really chocolate chocolate, it's uh, glazur, which ah. is like a um, mm-hmm. mix of cocoa with some stuff. Yeah, and um, now nowadays the most well-known Turo Rudi in Hungary is made by Pötisch, mm-hmm. the company, which is actually, Andre, you will be surprised now, but Pötisch, no, maybe you won't be surprised. I won't be surprised, But sorry. be surprised. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, ready? Mm-hmm. The factory where they make Pötisch Turo Rudi is based in Sabolc Satmar Pereg and in the place called Mate Salka. Oh, my God. But I actually thought that you will speak <laughs> something about Soviet Union. Ah, no. But <laughs> did this information make you surprised? Not that much. Mm, okay. <laughs> so, anyways, why, why Andre were waiting for Soviet Union? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds <laughs> yeah, incriminating. That sounds like, but that sounds really like what we are talking about, the cottage cheese snack and the Soviet Union. Uh-huh. Why? Well, actually, I'm sorry. It breaks my heart and at the same time I'm laughing inside <laughs> <laughs> with this evil laugh because um, actually the earliest form of Tururuti appeared in Russia under the name of Sirok. And Sirok uh, literally means uh, cottage cheese snack. It is widely acknowledged that Tururuti was based on this Sirok It was a study trip to Soviet Union, and after that, Turorudi appeared in uh, Hungary. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, but it's not really Hungarian. Though I want to say that, well, it's a bit different here in Hungary. It's smaller and uh, longer. And longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's the form of it. Why, why are you laughing? <laughs> no, nothing. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> What kind of thoughts do you have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's funny that you are not the first Russian person who tells me this story because other my friend, she told me that I was in Budapest and I told to my Budapest friend that Turo Rudi is actually was made in, in Russia and she was so surprised and she didn't know that. And uh, I think you told me the same story. I think you told somebody in Hungary. Yes, yes, I told somebody and that somebody was so much surprised and, and he didn't want to believe that it's not Hungarian. But I want to say that Turo Rudi here is really nice, good, and it has different, different tastes. And mm-hmm. um, I like it. So you're continuing developing the taste of Turo Rudi and now you have a lot of taste and even one that has it less sounds uh, like you're sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But you know what? I bought a pack of Turo Rudi yesterday. Oh, yeah. and how is it? Great. 
I ate one today for breakfast. Which taste? Uh, how do you call it in English? Oh my god, strawberry. Oh, strawberry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I only remembered it in Hungarian. I think that uh, like cleans completely me from that borscht accident. <laughs> pack of Tururudi? Yes. I'm not sure. And Cholamadi. I bought pack of Tururudi and Cholamadi. Yes. Looks like you're trying to excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, you know. I also was wearing the jacket in the colors of Hungarian flag. <laughs> uh, and, the heads, the and the head in the style of the crown of St. <laughs> Imagine. But why didn't you call me to see it? I want to, sh- no. to see this show. Only, only the People in Interspar did see it. Come on, I'm, I'm continuing to advertise. I, yeah, but they, they were ready to have a contract with us about advertising Interspar and Spar, but then you said that Gombots is not that good. So oh, yeah, now yeah, we yeah. don't have that. So that was the guy of, outside the studio trying to give us the contract. <laughs> and now he left. Yeah, but now, now I will come back to Christmas because now I will speak about actually the Hungarian dish that my grandma cooked during Christmas and my grandfather really loved it and he was the one who asked her to cook it. I am speaking about bagley. And bagley is a roulette with either poppy seeds or nuts inside it, but nuts Mm. also crushed nuts. Yes, and she was baking it actually and I tried to make it myself, but it was kind of dry. Her bagley was way better. But you actually, I think, can buy bagels here in the pastry shops. R- yeah, right I now you can so. buy like it in pieces. Yeah, but it was something that we usually had for Christmas or when grandma was in the mood to cook it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting, interesting. But you know, since you started to talk about Christmas, you reminded me about one other dish, which is soup. And this is really not only Christmas soup, but also Sunday lunch soup. Mm-hmm. in Hungary and I'm talking about famous huslevesh mm-hmm. and uh, basically it's like a broth made of beef or chicken sometimes what I like about huslevesh is that you put the liquid in your plate and then all the ingredients are out of the, of the liquid so you put separately pasta carrot potato mm-hmm. m- meat like you put as much as you want and only what you want and it's such a cool concept Interesting, because you're telling me this and this huslevesh was just the usual thing for my family. It wasn't like traditional Christmas because my grandma used to cook it. Then I remember grandpa coming home and like putting the pasta inside and then some vegetables that she boiled. But I only put the pasta inside and maybe some pieces of meat on which this huslevesh was cooked because I didn't like that vegetables in my plate really much. <laughs> You're a picky, we understood that, yes. Yeah, yeah, and then the picky who picks meat. Picky, but not pickled. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and also there was these cookies. Unfortunately, I forgot the name in Hungarian, and my mom also forgot the name in Hungarian, but it's made in different forms, and it's not that big of size, and you make it like you have the base, then on the base you put some jam, That's what my grandma did. And then on the top, you put the top side, but inside of this top side, you have a small circle. So these cookies, you can see like the what is inside through this small circle. Mm. Yeah, and my grandma also used to do it for Christmas. And while I was Googling it last year, I found out that this was actually Hungarian. That's what was in, written on the internet. Yeah, and last Christmas I cooked 
it for my co-workers because in Russia 25th of December isn't free day so <laughs> on 25th of December I was at work and I decided that well I have Christmas and I need to share it somehow with my colleagues and I cooked it and everybody was really liked it some of colleagues actually asked for the, for the recipe mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it made me happy because I started cooking really late and I cooked until three in the morning <laughs> yes you really wanted to impress them yeah yeah but I was cooking some I have like Christmas playlist which I started listening in the beginning of December because I start getting this Christmas mood and I need to like boost it and I was listening to this music and baking these cookies and it was really really tasty I would say you know I won't be modest on it it was really tasty it was really great I really liked it <laughs> and my colleagues too <laughs> You can repeat it, so we are <laughs> sure. <laughs> nah. like okay. I think it was enough. People understood. <laughs> no, but what about us? Ah, you mean repeat like bake? Yes. This I don't know. We will see. <laughs> because I have this gas oven, and in the gas oven, it's really hard to bake something properly. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. And yes, and I'm lazy. Sorry. Okay, so no cookies for us. No cookies for you. Okay. Yeah, only the coal. The? Coal. Coal? Yeah, yeah, the piece of coal. Why? Because we were bad people. Ah, okay, okay. So we are moving to Christmas and we are bad people. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Andri. Thank you very much for Merry this Merry Christmas. And uh, <laughs> hope not to see you again. Bye-bye. And now that Sasha left the studio, let's speak normally. Let's speak about her behind her back. Yes. <laughs> Actually, this is it for me today. Mm, I have a lot of stuff to tell you, dear listeners, but... As I told you before, we don't have time. But we have time for one more dish. You think? Yeah. Okay, I will tell you about several dishes, but we can put them all together. Because actually, this is an interesting fact about Hungarian cuisine that I learned from the experience. That guyash, perkolt, paprikash, lecho are all the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you start with the same ingredients, which are onion and paprika, and then you cook it all the same way and just add maybe different ingredients sometimes. And it's really cool because by learning one technique, you can make a lot of different food Mm -hmm. and uh, you never get bored eating the same thing because (laughs) yesterday it was beef stew, today it's chicken stew with paprika and tomorrow it's just, you know, like a light day and it's just uh, vegetables like tomatoes and uh, paprika, which is lecho. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's it sounds really awesome. Yeah, that's not this high cuisine, but the, the usual one, which is tastier for me. I'm sorry. And uh, it's, it's cheaper, of course. That's mm-hmm. the volunteering life again kicking in. And uh, it's, it's easier to get full on this food. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> and even lecho, I don't know, it's like vegetables and you eat it with bread and yeah. it makes you full. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you eat it without bread, it's very healthy. Yeah. Well, if you don't have any chronic stomach diseases. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> of course, uh, dear <laughs> listeners. <laughs> you need to consult your doctor before eating lecho. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it? No, I can also tell you about, for example, <laughs> okay, the last thing. Yeah, because I, I still have like a huge list of food, but uh, another last thing, but just curiosity, okay, some okay. curiosity about Hungary. There is this thing called Liba Mai, which is actually foie gras. Mm. Foie gras. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's cooked also this horribly as foie gras? Probably. It is also a very famous thing in Hungary and um, you can try it in some fancy restaurants as like an example of a very fine cuisine. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised to get to know that actually Hungary is the world's second largest producer of foie gras. Oh my God. And for me, it's the same like, I don't know, you have this um, moon of France that uh, with its size uh, closed the sun of Hungary from us because we know that there is foie gras in France, wines and lavender. But in Hungary, you have all the same and nobody knows about that. It's that unfair. Was, that was metaphorical. I'm because <laughs> I'm <laughs> philosophical and metaphorical today, but I want to finish this program on the confession or no, rather I want to announce a new movement and dear okay. listeners, if you want be, to be join, careful. please join me. <laughs> and I'm talking about Hungary visibility. Uh-huh. Let's make Hungary visible again. <laughs> I think there is this moment. Word. Yeah, this moment is called Fides. No, these guys are fighting for <laughs> actually, other Actually, there are values. several names for this moment. <laughs> Fides, Jobbik, <laughs> and other parties. <laughs> so, as you guys understood, this was our second part, and I think last part of Hungarian cuisine, because Sasha is going political now. <laughs> <laughs> going politics. But for sure, it's not the last uh, program about uh, Hungary. I think. Yes, yes. And uh, your favorite Hungarian lifestyle experts will see you again in yeah. this studio. Yes. We don't know yet. When. N- next time we will speak about rivers. Rivers? <laughs> Suddenly. Rivers. Duna, Tisa, what and is your, others. Which river is your favorite country? Yenisei. But no, in Hung- <laughs> you Sorry. see, this is like the, the borscht lover. Okay. Borsch- <laughs> oh my God, that sounds and racist. Borsch- <laughs> lover and Pelmeni husband. Well, let's, let's wrap it up. Okay, let's <laughs> let's do it. So, as Sasha already said, we are your favorite <laughs> Hungarian lifestyle experts. <laughs> hope you enjoyed the program and hope at least I said everything all right and uh, didn't made any factical mistakes again like with the <laughs> didn't offend anyone's feeling <laughs> yeah mushroom soup <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for listening today with you were Andre and Alexandra and goodbye and our imaginary friends <laughs> 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 because we don't have real ones bye bye